I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Welcome back to Exploring the Prophetic, and I have on Jennifer LeClaire, who I just absolutely love your heart and everything you're doing right now, but welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're responsible for uh, some breakthrough in my life in the last year and a half, and when you did a Charisma article on what happened with me with Azusa Now and just the breakthrough in the prophetic that I've been having, and it actually brought about, it was kind of a before and after moment in my life, like I've had a lot of really beautiful favor moments. But for some reason, the the Christian world really responded to that article and really responded to that world. So I want to thank you. And uh, it's interesting because you and I are both talking about like we're very real, normal people. And we've just chosen to believe in great faith that God wants to do something different in our lives that we couldn't bring ourselves to out of our own strength. And you're a very accomplished person before it was business. Now it's ministry, but it, especially the ministry side, it's not because of your skill. It's not because you're gifting, although you're very gifted and very skilled, you actually hear from God and you train people out of here from God. And I want to take our listeners on some of the stories because you went from, you know, having literally bottoming out, you shared it with us before on a podcast to like having now five properties and having successful ministry around the world and a prayer movement and all these things. But take us on some of the journey. I, we had talked about like your first house that you bought and how it's such a place of faith. It wasn't like a normal person going out and buying a house. You were actually operating out of like God showed you something. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, being a single mom and my husband having left, he left me with a mountain of debt. I uh. mean, IRS debt, credit card debt, all the kind of debt you can want. And it, it just completely ruined my credit. And so, you know, I've been a renter for many, many years. And, 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 and the, the pastor at my church was really exhorting all of us to become homeowners. So I set wow. out to try to get a house. And I was closing on my first condo. But I had to go to Nicaragua. I should say I had the honor of going to Nicaragua to serve <laughs> on the mission field. So I'm carrying cameras. I was doing media, filming all day. You know, I, I knew that I had to sign the papers the day I got back. I had to move out of my apartment the day I got back. Everything with this condo was happening the day I got back. And so I'm thinking about that. I'm sitting there in the quiet. I'm done for the day doing all the media. And I'm sitting there in the quiet and I'm, I'm, I'm praying to the Lord, you know, what's going on with the property? You know, and he says, go to Jeremiah 32 and 10. He, he says this to me. Now, wow. I'm not embarrassed to admit I did not know what Jeremiah 32 and 10 actually said. <laughs> I personally said. don't know what it says yeah. today, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So I'm like, okay. So I go and I find my Bible, and I open up my Bible, and it says, the deed is sealed. Wow. And I'm like, okay, hallelujah. Now, I, at, some, at some level, it was like, duh, yeah, I'm going to sign the deed on, on, on when I get back. No Well, I got back, and on the day I got back, I was supposed to, to move out of my apartment, sign the deed, the deal fell through because oh, wow. the, the the guy that was selling it, there was a flip law in Florida and he tried to flip the property too soon. Mm. And so the deal fell through. So my realtor said, well, she's got to move. This was her, her. That was not her fault. It was your fault. Let her move in. She'll pay you rent until until the, the deal can go through. They said, OK, so I moved in and I'm 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 so confident that I actually hired an interior designer to rip the wood floors out. I mean, to rip the tile out, to put in wood floors, to paint. I spent like 
10, $15,000. I'm modeling this thing, remodeling thing. Don't even wow. own it yet. Now, th- this was all based on the word of the Lord. The deed is sealed. Well, then 30 days later, the deal falls through a second time. <laughs> no. Meanwhile, I've remodeled the place. It's like almost done. I'm like starting to sweat. The guy that owned it was like this Russian mafioso type. No. And he was really mad. He would come and, and knock on my door in the morning when I was taking my kid to school. And, and, and he, one time he like actually tried to snatch my keys out of my I mean, he was, as I'd say in spiritual warfare circles, he was manifesting. He was yeah. angry and he was, he was, he was, so I'm like warring. I'm like stressing out. Honestly, I'm not afraid to admit it. I was like, oh my gosh, I got all my stuff in here. I've spent all this money. The deal's fallen through. The deal falls through a third time. I'm like taking the scripture, taking this, this prophetic, this ramal word, what the Lord said, and I'm doing first Timothy one and 18. I'm waging war with it. Like Paul wow. to Timothy, I'm saying, I don't care devil. This is mine. The Lord said the deed is sealed. I'm going for it. I, and I'm just doing what the Bible says. I'm doing what the word says. I'm warring with the word. And see, that's what many people need to do. They need to war with the prophecy that's been spoken over Absolutely. their life. So I'm like, oh my goodness, and it's getting worse and worse. I'm getting more and more stressed out. The closing day comes. They said, we've got a deal for you. I said, thank you, Jesus. I go in. The, the, the seller is nowhere to be found. I don't know where he is. He's not there. I signed all the papers. You know how many papers you have to sign oh, to yeah. buy a house? I signed all the papers, and at the end, I said, where's the seller? Does he have to sign? He says, you don't understand. The deed was already signed when you were in Nicaragua. Oh my gosh. Technically. Oh my gosh. Technically, technically, I would have never had to pay for the thing because he had already signed it over to wow. me. That's why he was so mad. And so that prophecy, that Lord, word of the Lord to me, that still small voice saying Jeremiah 32 and 10, gave me the ammunition, gave me the faith I needed to battle through where other people would have given up and, and vacated and lost a lot of money. See, I. I, it's funny because I've read a celebrity's tweet today and it was like a nice tweet. It said, you know, let's believe the best and manifest our destiny. But it was really based on a new age concept where it's like, if positive thinking will cause you to manifest goodness, you know? And I just think people who don't have a relationship to a father who's leading them, who's so good and has a plan for us. And then he speaks to us. Like I, I go into hospitals, you know, to visit people sometimes who are Christians and I'm looking at the people who, whose children are struggling in the hospital and they don't have the power of prayer. They don't have the power of love, the power of connection to God. And of course, God's still moving on their behalf, but like the, I mean, what you're describing, like everybody who's done real estate goes through a process of hell. To me, real estate <laughs> is my personal hell whenever I go through it. That like, if you don't have God, how do you survive through it? And you're describing a process of like, not only getting into a house, but like having to acquire it, like spiritually, some things had to be done probably that if you didn't have that place of faith, I mean, you would have been obviously not even in the house. And that was, that was your starter faith property, you know, from the other properties that you have. Now you have five properties, right? Now I have five properties. I have. Were each one like that kind of process prophetically? No, that was that was the breakthrough was property. The breakthrough. That was many times. If you break through, you know this. If you break through something one time, the rest come a lot easier. As a matter of fact, one of the properties I owned was the the the, the overarching favor of God. I felt like I had an inheritance from this couple in my region. They were older, and they moved in a, in a healing ministry, and I felt like I had an inheritance from them. And and I didn't know if it was. I figured it was spiritual. I didn't really know what it, what hmm. what the dynamics were, but they left, they moved away, and they handed me over their healing ministry. But on wow. top of that, about a year later, they said, "We want to give you, we want to will to you 
five, uh, 23 acres of land in this this uh, this three bedroom house. We just wow. wanted we just want to give you this inheritance. And so the Lord had showed me prophetically that these people had an inheritance. That's why we have to be so in tune with who we're aligned with, who we Absolutely. run with, who we connect to. Because you connect with the right people, and blessings will flow. And and, and so now you know that's one of the properties I own. Um, and the other the other two I paid cash for, and then the third one I inherited. I mean the fifth one I inherited as well. That's amazing. And I think a lot of people who hear those kinds of stories, I remember the first time I started hearing stories about missionaries who got cars or people who got properties or whatever. And I would hear it as a person who's like, you know, like I've worked hard for the money I have and I don't know, should I expect blessing from God or should I not? And this is 20 years ago. I'm like, is this, is this entitlement to believe that God wants to bless me somehow? Or am I looking for other people to hand me something? But I, I had the wrong mentality where it was like, actually, when I start to align my faith with like, God, you bless us and you throw a relationship network and you give us favor and you give us resource and whatever. I remember just like starting to see that the stories that I only heard from other people start to manifest in my life. And I'm hoping people who are listening to us today will say me too, God, my turn, whatever that means. Cause especially real estate for Christians, God wants us to deeply root us in the cities we live in. Like when you own land, it's different than when you rent land and it's okay to rent, but it's like when you own land, it's different. Well, take us on like some of the stories of, of what you have, like God gave you, an editorship at Charisma Magazine, but he also transitioned you away from Charisma Magazine eventually. And so tell us a little bit about that because that was a radical shift in your life. It was a major radical shift. I was an editor at a magazine that was birthed out of a small church, small apostolic church. And that church went uh, went a little off and became very abusive and very controlling. Mm. And so I, I walked away from that opportunity uh, again, being led by the Lord to, to give up all my ministry opportunity, all my friends, everything I had was surrounded in that church. Wow. I walked away from that nine months later because I obeyed the Lord. Nine months later, he birthed an opportunity at Charisma to become the news editor. That was in 2010. I ended up working my way up. I worked from home, never was led to move. And that's the thing, too. If the Lord tells you, don't move, don't move. They, they exactly. wanted They wanted so bad for me to move to Orlando and I don't blame them. I mean, it wasn't wrong for them to want me to move to Orlando, the magazine, but, but I just, I said, the Lord has not told me to move. So for eight years, the better part of eight years, I, I went up and up and up and up in the world of Charisma magazine until I finally became the first female editor of the magazine. And, That's and amazing. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, the women everywhere were cheering because I broke the glass ceiling and, and I felt you know, that it was the Lord ordering my steps. I felt uh, very blessed. I, I felt, uh, you know, very privileged and honored. And I tried to steward my time there uh, well, which, uh, you know, the feedback I got was great. And I, I'm pleased with the work that I did there. And I hope the Lord is pleased. Uh, but there came a day uh, where the Lord began to speak to me. And the, the turning point or the beginning point, I should say, of the process of the next transition prophetically was when I was in the Times Square House of Prayer in New York City. Mm. And and the worship was going on and on and on in a good way, but it was just going on. It was lingering. And I sat in a corner and I just said, I'm just going to meditate on the Lord. I was supposed to speak, but it didn't look like I was going to speak. So I sat in the corner (laughs) and I just began to worship the Lord. And he said this to me. He said, I want you to pour out your life as a drink offering for the next generation. Wow. And here I was with one of my spiritual sons there uh, in uh, in New York, and, and I just got up and I began to weep, and I began to share with all the millennials there what the Lord had just said to me. And it was that moment where the Lord began to actually, a very slow process of transitioning me out of charisma, not because 
it's it's a fantastic magazine, not because there was anything wrong there, not because I, I didn't like it or enjoy it or wasn't good at it, but because he had a new mandate and a new mission for my life. And and from that, I learned that you know there are things we hear this all the time. There are things that are seasonal, uh, but we have to we have to shift when God shifts because what happens is. And boy, don't you know, I struggled over this decision. It took me about a year to make this decision. What happens is, is when we don't obey the Lord, when we won't shift when he shifts, then we, we, we sort of, the grace, the grace lifts. The anointing is still there to do the work, but the grace lifts. And so I found the grace lifting. Uh, and uh, soon enough, Lord began to speak with me one more. He sent me, I can't tell you how many prophetic people, some of them we're both friends with, some prophets in the body of Christ, would send these prophets to me to tell me, it's time for you to go. Why are you still doing that? I'm like, oh my goodness, wow. how did you know? Yeah, so the prophetic will lead you. I think the best way the prophetic leads you is that through that own personal experience with God, but we can't discount the voices that he sends. Well, and I also think, you know, as you as a mature Christian who are in a role that is a beautiful role. Like you were the first woman editor there to hear for, for our audience to hear the fact that you're willing to make that kind of transition. Cause there's a lot of people who they would look at that as a promised land and say, I'm going to dwell here forever. God's our promised land. And I, I think a lot of times we get confused by our identity issues will come into play where it's in our significance issues of like, but this is what I've been waiting for. This is my calling. And I, I love just how, listening to you and just watching your life and you've made many transitions and now you've birthed a prayer movement that has over 50 locations in the nations and a lot of the stuff you couldn't work on in the same way or the same capacity if you were in an old role that's old for you but new for someone else and there's probably somebody else who needs to emerge in that that place of charisma that can't emerge unless you're unless you go so it affects both sides and the grace list for both sides as well. So I think it's great for people to hear that. I don't think people hear enough of those stories where it's like, yeah, I was doing a great thing and God asked me to leave a great thing for a different thing. And the different thing might be a startup for a while, or it might be pioneering for a while. And that's, that's not always as easy or as, as good, you know, like in the sense of like our visible fruit until it hits its stride. And so I love, I love what you're doing. I and mean, I know what everything you're doing has hit its stride, but Wow. So you're still you're still doing the podcast at Charisma, and you're still there's lots of ways to get a hold of you. <laughs> you have a lot of books, which I love. Uh, your Dream Wild book has been impacting my wife and I. It's a, a 90 day devotional. It's just been impacting us. But you have a daily podcast where people can hear the word of the Lord with you, and you also have a prayer movement ministry. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, my website has everything I'm doing. You can poke around there. It's Jennifer Leclaire. Dot org. You can find the podcast. You can find the uh, the YouTube videos. You can find uh, it's all there. You just got to poke around a little bit. You can find the prayer movement. Uh, it's uh, hopefully it's easy for you to use. Well, follow Jennifer on Facebook as well and on Instagram because she goes live quite a bit. And I love I love how you start. This is Jennifer Claire, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I get excited. I'm like, what's God going to say? So follow Jennifer, and thank you so much for your vulnerability and reality of who you are. Thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Appreciate you. Likewise. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I want to encourage you to continue the conversation with us online at www.bowlesministries.com. We have exciting resources, e-courses, books, even children's materials to help you grow in the prophetic and go on a continuing journey of hearing God's voice. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate and tell all your friends. Join me next time where we explore the prophetic together. 